Now, there's growing speculation North Korea could conduct a nuclear test early next month, possibly in line with the planned summit between Donald Trump and Xi Jinping around April 6th and 7th. The leaders of these two powerful nations, the U.S. and China, meeting for their first in-person talks in Florida. Let's now bring in Scott Seaman, Senior Analyst for Asia at the Eurasia Group. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. So... What can we say about this summit, the timing of it, what our expectations are, just in brief? Um, I think the fact that they are meeting this soon certainly is a a good sign that both sides are anxious to get the personal relationship off to a good start, um, or at least as best they can. Uh, Abe has, I'm sorry, uh, Trump has already met with several world leaders, of course, uh, but so far has only had a telephone call with Xi Jinping. So this is really the first chance for both of them to meet in person, to spend some time together, and as I've said, to start to build uh, hopefully a cordial personal relationship. Well, you uh, you mentioned Abe there. Of course, we could have mentioned a uh, few South Korean politicians' names as well as those in Japan because they will be key subjects of interest, won't they? Um, Not just the U.S.-China relationship, but how far the U.S. defends its allies in Asia. That's correct, and we've seen a lot of diplomatic uh, activity. The U.S., the new Trump administration, has sent a number of very senior officials to Asia uh, very early on to kind of set the ground work for uh, a broader relationship with those allies. And, in fact, I think... um, the, the allies, both South Korea and Japan, have been quite happy so far to see that some of the more, um, I guess, tension-producing uh, topics that President Trump, or uh, when he was a candidate uh, in the election, uh, he raised some issues on trade and uh, the partnership, uh, the security alliance that uh, probably could have gone in a very negative direction, but so far uh, Trump has seemed to focus more on the positive aspects of the ties. So, um, speaking of North Korea, former U.S. human rights envoy Robert King's raised the need to impose secondary sanctions on Chinese firms. Do you see the U.S. making this kind of move anytime soon? I think we're very likely to see something that indicates that the Trump administration is is very serious about using this tool. Uh, So far, uh, China has been reluctant to impose the kind of pressure that the U.S. really wants China to exert on Kim Jong-un's regime. And I think there's a lot of frustration in Washington. And certainly the Trump administration coming in wants to signal that it is perfectly willing and capable of ratcheting up the sanctions. And one way to do that is to target uh, firms that are doing business with North Korea in violation of sanctions. I mean, there was perhaps some hope that regardless of criticisms of domestic policy, there might be some way Donald Trump would throw in a, a curveball to actually bring a breakthrough on North Korea. So, so far... I don't know about you, but there aren't really any indications of that, and I I wonder what can be possibly achieved at this meeting with Xi Jinping. I think the expectations for that type of breakthrough are are understandably and correctly low. Uh, This is, as I said, the first face-to-face meeting 
uh, Xi Jinping is preparing for uh, a 19th Party Congress in the fall of this year, and Trump, of course, is a new president trying to uh, show his mettle. So neither side is really in a position to offer a lot of flexibility. So I think, um, really, both leaders will be looking at this as an opportunity simply to to meet, uh, to get past some of the initial uh, bumps in the roads of a new relationship, perhaps. But I don't think we're looking at uh, any outcome that's going to change uh, the landscape in Northeast Asia. What if uh, North Korea was to carry out a nuclear test around the same time as this summit? Would would that possibly uh, be the, the, the curveball that I was sort of referring to? Uh, it certainly would would uh, increase, I guess, the the urgency that both leaders would have in at least talking through the possibilities for uh, new approaches. Um, I don't know if they'd agree, uh, but we certainly have seen Kim Jong-un conduct missile tests in the middle of meetings between, I believe, Xi Jinping and uh, President Park. Uh, then we saw it again when uh, Secretary Tillerson was meeting with Xi Jinping. So I, I would not uh, be surprised at all if we see something happen uh, as Trump and Xi Jinping are sitting down or walking across a golf course in Florida. Uh, and uh, that, that may galvanize, at least on uh, the Chinese and the U.S. side, the, the need to talk a lot more than they have in the past about how to address this problem. We also have our own special need here in South Korea for the U.S. to stand up to China on its retaliatory actions against the THAAD missile defense system. We're seeing that system set to be deployed uh, in the next month here, and it's already begun to arrive, of course. But with China just acting pretty freely in its unofficial economic sanctions against South Korea. Can Donald Trump do something in that meeting with Xi Jinping to call off that sort of implicit attack? I don't think there's anything that Trump would say that would would prompt Xi Jinping to uh, pull back on those economic restrictions. I think Xi Jinping has really made this opposition to THAAD a keystone of his foreign policy, uh, especially year when he needs to look tough. Uh, so I don't think there's anything that Trump will be able to offer or, or uh, you know, either a stick or a to change that dynamic. Uh, but um, I think, you know, what, we'll, what we're likely to see, and we've already seen it over the past few weeks, is just a very, very clear message from the United States that uh, it is in, inappropriate in the minds of South Koreans and Americans uh, for China to be imposing these sanctions on on South Korea for what South Korea, I think, rightly views as a, a defensive measure. Well, thank you so much. It's always good to have you on the line with us, Scott Seaman. Thank you. Scott Seaman out of Eurasia Group there. And again, this is a subject you might want to personally weigh on. You can Text us pound sharp one zero one three for fifty one per message. It's always this question of how to deal with China, how to deal with Thad, how to deal with North Korea, and Donald Trump's in charge of the U.S. Are you seeing sufficient signs of change?